Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. We got a we got a wild one for you. We're going crazy. It's a what's on the web special. It's me and Paul, and we're digging it all up. We're spewing it all out. It's gonna be awesome. Paul, how you feeling? I'm doing great, Michael. Glad to be here. Looking forward to it just like you are. Uh, there's okay. There's a lot going on, but here's what we're gonna do. We promised the listeners this. It's it's a what's on the web special. We're gonna we're gonna be uh, everywhere in this one. A lot of pop culture, uh, a lot of news. I'm looking forward to it. Gimlet has she's taken a knee on this one. She's taken a knee. So <laughs> let's let's kick it off, Paul. I'm gonna ask you for the next for the next hour. What's on the web? I guess we have to start off with a story absolutely no one heard about this week, and that's the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. That came in, and of course, this has caused everybody from Joe Biden on down to the smallest foot soldier in the Communist Party great anguish. He was declared, or he was found, not guilty in all charges. What do you have to, what do you think about that? Is that great news, and what happens from here? Does he sue, or do they pursue it in civil court? Looks like there's going to be some civil court action too. What are your thoughts on it? Oh yeah. He's got to like immediately hook up with the uh, Covington Catholic high school kid, the kid who got the, that, that, that native American dude in his face. Cause the Covington kid, he, he got huge money. He got huge money. And I want Rittenhouse to get that kind of dough. I I'm, I'm ready for the lawsuits now, I'm I'm conflicted. I got way too nervous. Here's what I don't like. I got way too nervous when it came down to the jury deliberations. I was just like, yeek. They kept coming. Oh, can we watch the video in here? Who? And then there was a question of the the uh, the prosecution doing the old switcheroo on the videos. Now it was high def, and before it wasn't, and all that stuff. It's we, it came way too close. I didn't like that there was like this much of a question, you know, because to me, you, you've got the video, you got the video evidence. And, and I keep coming back to this. What if you didn't? If you didn't have all those citizen journalists down there, if you didn't have all the video evidence, if the one dude on the stand doesn't admit to, you know, putting his gun and, and and aiming his gun at Kyle Rittenhouse, I tell you what, the kid goes to jail. He goes to jail. It, like, we came dangerously close to the mob winning on this one, and, and that scares me. Am I happy that he was found not guilty? Absolutely. I'm glad that the, uh, you know, the jurors were brave and they did the right thing and all that good stuff, but boy, MSNBC sending a little uh, field producer out there to follow the jury bus home to try to get, you know, they say they weren't trying to get pictures of them. But seriously, why in the F would would MSNBC want that jury bus followed? What what were they doing other than trying to find out where the people lived, what their name was? You were trying they were trying to figure out who was who on the jury. It's it's really we came way too close, dude, way too close. I agree, but I think maybe one of the reasons, it's a possibility, I might be wrong, of course, that the jury took so long, is they might have thought right away he's innocent, but they knew they couldn't, they might have thought they couldn't have said that right away because they're afraid of the mobs, 
So they figured, possibly, let's just draw this out so it makes it look like a really, really deliberating it hard. That's one of my thoughts that could have been something that happened, but I don't know. But like you said, it came too close. The mob, which of course is led by journalists, journalists are inherently evil. They wanted. To, <laughs> they, they are. I, I question at this point how people who say they're conservative can still say, "Yeah, I have friends that are liberals." How? How do you do that at this point? You saw. You see the reaction. They're still calling for blood. They truly believe that when they violently attack you, you are obligated to die. And I don't see how people could still say. Yeah, there are good people on their side. It's you know what it is. Here's where where I where I go to. There's just so many people who are misinformed. I say this with the Gimlet all the time. Here's here's where I look at it. I think there's really hardworking people. There's really good people in this country, and they they come home from a long day's work and they go, oh, I got to figure out what's going on in the world. You know, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be smart. I'm going to turn on my CBS evening news. I'm going to watch that, get informed, and then I'm going to see what uh, CNN has to say about this. They go, they go to mul- multiple sources, but when when legacy media, when corporate media has it all on lockdown, like if you're getting if you're getting a live or or distorted news from CNN, and you're also getting distorted news from CBS. You're like, okay, that that's what must that they're both saying the same thing. That's that that must be the truth. So I don't blame the people who are misinformed, and they've done a really good job, you know, the le- legacy media, corporate media of going, well, you know, Fox News. That's total propaganda. That's total propaganda, and that's why I keep coming back to, and I say this all the time on the podcast. We gotta, we need to go after not go after but but end corporate media and legacy media we need to starve them and we need to support uh the cheryl atkinson's of the world the tim pools of the world the loftus parties of the world as we pass news along there needs to be a giant shift and it's going to take a long time uh, and somebody will need to completely cross over and, and it'll happen it's 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 unstoppable. It's unfortunately it's glacial, but it we need to make uh, like the truth and and factual re- reporting and blah 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 blah. That has to become we have to make that popular again. And it's a it's a culture thing, and it's going to take a while, but it has to be profitable for somebody. Somebody has to somebody's going to get like extremely wealthy, and that's fine with me. As long as they're telling the truth, as long as they're reporting who, what, where, when, why, you know what I'm saying? I do. And actually, the plan that I would like to see is for you to buy CNN and you don't fire anybody. You just make them do you keep all the talent that's there, but make them do really dumb things like Don Lemon's show. You would just have him sitting there the entire time saying over and over again, I'm Don Lemon. I'm Don Lemon. I'm Don Lemon. Then you'd have Brian Stelter, his new job. (laughs) <laughs> would be to clean toilets the entire time at CNN and would be televised. That's what all it would be doing. And then you'd have, you know, Allison Camerata out there. You'd, uh, I can't say exactly what I'd have her, you do with her, but anyway, you do stuff with, have, that would be, wouldn't that be great to have a conservative just buy CNN and then just keep all the talent and then just make them humiliate themselves even more so than they already do on TV over and over again. That would be funny. See, I think Don Lemon would probably quit 
and Brian Stetzer or Stelter, that guy's name. Change your name. Dude, Brian Stelter, <laughs> whatever your freaking last name is, you need to either be Seltzer or Stelzer, but this Seltzer, I don't even know how to pronounce it. They'd catch on and they'd quit. You'd have to be very, very uh you'd have to tell you'd have to tell Brian, like, oh, I want you to do an expose on the hidden world of like gambling amongst the janitorial <laughs> staff. It's a big thing. So I need I need you to go undercover and you gotta wear this outfit and you should probably exactly. wear this mustache. <laughs> you'd have to really You'd have to, it'd have to, it would be more like uh, impractical jokers. That would, that's what you'd have to do. And I would want to, I'd want to go long with it. I'd want to do like an expose. You'd have to tell them it's like, this is, this is like a six week thing, dude. This is like a six week thing. But you'd have to, <laughs> by the end of that six weeks, you would have, you'd, you'd have like a montage of him just doing the most ridiculous stuff. Exactly. And, and, then, he'd show that, and then he'd quit. Then he'd quit. You'd have, to, you'd have to stick the dismount. You'd have to have a potato in every shot that he's in as well. There would be a potato yes. in the background or you know, <laughs> somewhere like that. Do you know how high CNN's ratings would go if that would happen? I mean, that would be ratings gold just to do that to their entire staff and to their entire on-air talent. Um, doesn't uh, doesn't uh, Tubin work for CNN? Does Tubin work for CNN or one of the NBC? I believe I he does. I believe I he does. Know. But uh, you would have Tubin to work with. Uh, can you imagine having Tubin to work with? That would be fun as well. It's just that'd be that'd be hilarious. It would be absolutely hilarious just to over the course of like a month punk everybody over there, <laughs> everybody over there. Don Lemon, we're gonna put you out in the field and you are going to do an undercover expose on the hidden world of gay hookup joints we understand there's a lot out in the hamptons and then you have, you take him back to the bar where he hit on the guy like he's i guess the, the, don lemon's done this a couple times he goes to these bars and just like hits on dudes like massively massively he's being sued again so that'd be hilarious you finally get don lemon out to the bar and then you bring his accuser forward and then you just do it all live on television could send their talents out to to work on the in-depth uh in-depth reporting on pig farming and you have to be participatory so you got to get in there you got to get in there with the pigs and help uh you gotta <laughs> slop right? you gotta slop them and clean them. oh you just fell face first into that that's that's come too on Come on, Stelter. Get back in there, buddy. Okay, so uh, to recap about uh, Rittenhouse, I think I want more Rittenhouses. I really do. I really do. This kid had the best of intentions going down there. Who knows what's in his heart and his mind? I'm not even going to go there. You're you're allowed to go. You're allowed to go. Protect businesses. You, you're allowed. Sorry. I, that that one just drove me crazy. Like, what's he doing down there? Why did he go there? He was looking. Okay, so like, why were the rioters there? Why were they? Why did that guy have a gun? Why was that guy bashing people in the head with a skateboard? Listen, either we're about law and order or we're not. And if it doesn't apply equally, this is another one that we say all the time. The law has to be applied equally uh, for everybody. For everybody. 
and it doesn't look like that's the case. So yay, hooray, Kyle Rittenhouse, good kid. I, I want more. I want more. I tell you what, uh, if 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 there was like a zombie apocalypse, I'll let I'll let the other people can have uh, the pedophile dude, and they can have the skateboard dude. Give me give me uh, Kyle Rittenhouse and his buddies. I want them on I want them on my team. You guys enjoy the skateboarding pedophiles. I'm gonna be over here thriving and surviving. Me and gang Rittenhouse. Okay, what uh, what's up next, buddy? Should we switch over to entertainment, or do you want to do another political post? No, let's let's do a little bit of of, of entertainment. We're gonna be bebopping back and forth. Speaking of bebopping, we got to go over to Cowboy Bebop. I don't know if we actually had a post up this week, but we had one last week or or so, and it was about uh, looking at the why people like the original anime. But I guess Netflix has now premiered the series. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And this- it's been getting bad reviews, and I know you've got to look at it. And what are your thoughts on it? Well, I'm going to put something on the website. I'm going to I'm going to post a new thing probably uh, on over the weekend. Yada yada. It's horrible, dude. It's <laughs> horrible. It's and you know what else it is? It's disheartening. It's so I, I I watched Cowboy. I watched the entire animated series. And I, I I can't recommend this thing highly enough. I can't recommend. There is a there is an episode and right there's the third to last episode. It's one season, and I believe there's twenty five or twenty six episodes, and they're all like twenty twenty four minutes long. They're relatively short. Uh, and the last two episodes, it's it's a two parter, and it is strong. And the episode before that is strong. There's a uh, there's such an emotional component to this thing. It's it's a lot. I don't want to go too far. I don't want to go too far because because whenever you do that, you oversell them and people go, oh, I didn't get that at all. Or no, 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 that didn't. I love this show. I love this show. I love these characters. And there's at some point I'll have to talk about. How how wonderful. Okay. I'll say this. The Netflix series is missing on, on all of it. On all of it. And the depressing thing about that for me is like they had the guy who was in charge. The guy who came up with Cowboy Bebop. The guy who did it. The guy who, you know, he was in charge. The showrunner. Da, 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 da. They had him as a consultant. And they must have just blown him off. They must have just blown him off. Because it's the 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 live action show, they 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 get you caught up with everything like right out of the gate, like right out of the gate. Uh, do you mind if I do spoilers, Paul? Are you ever going to watch this? Oh, I, go with spoilers. I want to hear about it. Okay, so when when the animated series this this might go long, this might go long. When the animated series starts, you're you're in the world of the, the our lead character, Spike, uh, and his business partner, best friend, uh, Jet. And they are bounty hunters. And so you're in the world of these two bounty hunters and they're not they're not doing so good. 
they the, the the money goes the money's going out faster than it's coming in they're kind of barely getting by they're kind of low rent bounty hunters uh and they're they're just having an adventure and they're they're trying to catch a guy and you're like oh okay that's what this show is it's about these two guys who have you know adventures in in the galaxy and this is their spaceship and this is how they get along and i'm going to watch this show about these two buddies who are bounty hunters. And then in the next episode, you meet this girl who is, she's using loaded dice at a casino. She needs money. She needs a boatload of money. She needs it super fast. She gets busted. She hightails it out of there. And our two heroes, Spike and Jet, go get her. And that is how you meet uh, Faye Valentine. And and you and so another episode. And then Faye Valentine leaves. She's such a bitch. And she's trying to use her charms on him and blah, 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 blah. They ditch her. She gets away. That's like she's out of our, their lives. Then you find out uh, it, it's like in episode four or episode five that our lead character, Spike, uh, used to be pretty high up in organized crime. And you're like, ooh, that I did not know. And he had kind of faked his own death and had this hidden past. Okay, so now it's getting interesting and uh, something has happened back on Earth in the organized crime world. The guy who ran the family and was... Uh, like kind of a father figure to Spike, has been assassinated. There's been a major shakeup in organized crime. And Spike's arch nemesis, this guy that he used to work with, is the guy behind it. And the dude is like pure evil. And his name is Vicious. And, and you're like, okay, this got super interesting. So then Spike has to go back to Earth to find out what happened. Then you find out he had his heart broken back on Earth. And now he's going to, how is he going to deal with the situation? So the, char the, the characters keep unfolding and the levels get deeper and deeper. And then you find out uh, when, when uh, Faye Valentine, she's stranded, they pick her up, they do her a favor you find out she's hundreds and hundreds of years old. And you're like, what happened there? How is she so old? And what is going on? She looks normal and blah, 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 blah. And then you find out that uh, Jet, the business partner, he used to be a cop back on Earth and he quit the force. So all of these stories get more interesting as you go along. And it's super rewarding. And it all pays off with these final three episodes. And it's emotionally rewarding. It's visually rewarding. It's great storytelling. So that's what they did in the animated series. Can't, and it's worth it. Can't you get in a lot of trouble storytelling when you keep introducing new stuff about characters like that? No. I mean, you can. If, if you're just changing things up, but you're like, you're like, wow, they're not doing very well as bounty hunters. Uh, but boy, Spike can really fight. 
how did he learn to fight so good? What's all, okay. what's that all about? And then you're discovering, oh, he can fight so good because he used to do X, Y, and Z. And why, and like, so it informed, why is this character like this? Oh, he used to have this other life. It's like, did you ever see um, uh, A Brief History of Violence? That was the guy from Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, Vigo Mortensen. I did not see it, but I know, I know that was based on a comic book, actually. If yeah, I it's, a gra- it's, a, it, it's a graphic novel and it's a very, it's a great story. The guy runs a diner, there's a robbery and he's just like this, aw shucks, you know, small town. Oh, I just run the diner. Then when it comes to fisticuffs, he lays these mofos out and you're like, holy smoke, that guy, woo, he really whooped their asses. And then you find out. He has a, there's a reason he can fight so good. He used to be a guy and you find out about his past. It's the same thing. It's the same story. It's It's been done. So here's what they did. Here's what they did on the live action, on the live action, episode one of freaking Cowboy Bebop. Well, I used to work. I swear to God, I swear to God, dude. They took all the mystery out of it. They take all the mystery out of it. Spike's like, well, I used to work for the syndicate back in the day, and those guys think I'm dead, and I want them to keep thinking I'm dead. You're like, okay, well, that's no longer interesting. And then <laughs> and then, and then, Jet has a scene with a cop. Hey, buddy, I know you don't work here anymore, and I know now you're a bounty hunter. What? Why are you doing this? Why are you telling me all this stuff? And then Faye Valentine... The girl who needs a bunch of money. The girl with the loaded dice. How is she so old? What's the story there? Ah, eh, she just shows up and she's a bounty hunter, Paul. She's a bounty hunter. <laughs> so in the they anime, just, what, they, in the anime, they teased secrets and then they revealed them over the course of the series. Whereas in the live action, they just throw the secrets out at the beginning and that ruins all the. It does. Uh, not, it's not, like, ten, not tension, but the uh, the mystery. It's like if you would start Game of Thrones and have a young Daenerys Targaryen in episode one going, well, you know what? I got these dragon eggs and they're going to hatch and I'm going to ride them and I'm going to take. Okay. And then a dragon egg hatches. You're like, okay, well, that was like, that was, (laughs) you've just, it's, 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 it's like, um, uh, it's like they're two pump chumps. It's like, it's. It was it was horrible. It was horrible. And then here's the sad part. Uh, the the visuals are pretty good. The visuals are pretty darn good. The spatial the spaceships look great. The art direction is pretty great. But boy, the Faye Valentine character, oh, I aggressively dislike her. And you can almost you can <laughs> almost see the meeting with Netflix, where the Netflix executives are going. Now we know that like Faye Valentine. Uh, has a gambling problem and she really needs money. And then you find out that she was in an accident and she was cryogenically frozen. That's that's interesting. That's interesting, you know, and her secret life. And she's trying to figure out that's interesting. But what if she was a bounty hunter? What if she was a bounty hunter, too? And what if when we? Oh, it's it's just horrible. And her dialogue is so horrible. You guys are dicks. That's like literally the second or third line out of her mouth. She looks at Spike and Jet. She's like, you guys are dicks. And then for some, oh, oh, I could go off. It was so disappointing. It was so disappointing. It sounds like she's a strong female character. 
<laughs> oh, yep. Yep. And they, and it's just, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm going to hate watch it tonight. I'm going to hate watch another episode tonight. But it's just, and then the sad part is, is like, does nobody get it? Does nobody get it? And then, and they're going to blame, they're going to blame the format. They're going to, they're going to blame everything they can. And I would tell these sons of bitches to their faces, you just don't know how to tell a story. You just don't know how to tell a story. I swear <laughs> to God, dude, it's just like, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. They act like, oh, well, we only have 10 episodes. And, oh, we had to move fast. And we have to get this going. Well, listen, Netflix, their whole thing is people are going to binge watch. That's why they release all the episodes at the same time. There you go. So you're allowed to be mysterious. Good Lord. It's like Stranger Things. Look how they laid it out in Stranger Things. They just didn't start episode one with, okay, I went to the other side, then I came back, and there's these monsters in there, so we got to get together and start shooting them. Like, you've blown your wad. You've blown your wad. <laughs> So they, they poured a pretty, I would guess they poured a pretty hefty amount of money into Cowboy Bebop too, didn't they? Uh, I, they, it looks like they did. It looks like they did. Although some of the, some of the shots were kind of questionable. I, I just, it's just a heartbreaker, dude. It's just it's a, a heartbreaker. It's like watching what, it's like what they did to Star Wars. They're doing the Cowboy Bebop now. They're going to do that to everything, though, from now on. That's what everything's going to be like from now on. Well, you know what? I, I want to get into this. We're going to we're gonna take a little break, uh, and then we're going to come back. But I, I want to talk about this, how, how these woke people cannot invent their own shit. And it's driving me crazy how they have to freaking co-opt everything. It's like, just make your own thing. Make your own. Oh, okay. We're taking a break. We're coming back, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna talk more about the entertainment business. I'm gonna do some more like nerding out, bitching about stuff, and we'll have more news. So stick around. We will be right back. The world has changed, and Microsoft Teams is there to help us stay connected. Teams is the safe and secure way to chat, meet, call, and collaborate. To learn more, visit Microsoft.com slash Teams. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. 
We're back. Oh my goodness, it's a it's a learning curve. So we'll we'll finish up with a little a, a few final thoughts on on cowboy babop, and then we're gonna move on to uh, the left and their their path of cultural destruction. <laughs> Watch the series. Watch the series uh, on the animated show. There's there's no need. There's no need to watch the live action. It'll just make you uh, dislike anime. It'll make you dislike the whole format. Just stay away. Just stay away. If you want to watch something of quality, commit to watching uh, all 26 episodes of of Cowboy uh, Bebop. It is it is worth it. It is completely worth it. And the music is great. That's another heartbreaker. They got this. They got these. Th- this band together back in the '90s when they did Cowboy Bebop, and they wrote the classic theme song. And they wrote. A, there's a bunch of. I've downloaded a couple of songs off of that. I like like three of them that are just fantastic. And then the band. You know, everybody went their own separate ways. They were all just talented musicians who got together for this project, and they wrote original music. They got those guys back together for this. They got like this should have been this should have been the high water mark. This should have been the thing where like people go see if if you do it and you do it right, you could they could have made a fortune. They could have made a fortune. They could have been selling action figures. They could have been selling, you know, uh, the the models of the ships and they, they could have been do it. They could have been talking about, oh, here's a new novel coming out and another adventure that they're having. Instead, it will just be on the trash heap of uh, projects that got killed by untalented people in charge and woke politics. And boy, the Faye Valentine character. That was everything. It was everything I thought it was going to be and hoped it wouldn't. Oh, I. It's. Oh, it's horrible. People are just going to have to buy our novel instead and our action figures instead. Yeah, that the art. You know what? We're going to have some hilarious action figures when. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple. Let's. Uh, oh, this is why. And I'm going to tell you guys right now. This is why I love J.K. Rowling. Do I agree with her politics? No. However, J.K. Rowling is a freaking hero. She's a freaking hero. She has it set in stone. Nothing happens without her say so. Oh, you're going to build a theme park? Okay, you better run all that shit by me because (laughs) I'll be the one. I will be the final arbiter of truth on this. Oh, you want to make a movie? You better run all this shit by me. You're going to make some costumes? Better run that shit by me. And that's why it's good. That's why you go. That's why Harry Potter has legs. That's why the theme park, the the Harry Potter thing at Universal is so much fun and so cool because you just can't hand this stuff. Listen, if when you hand it off to people who don't love it and they don't understand it. Oh, my God. The villains in this thing, the villains in Cowboy Bebop in anime, they try to write like they're. It's, a, it's like a writing course at this point. I'm getting too deep in the woods. I'm getting too deep. I'm getting too deep in the weeds on this. So when I'm going to make... take. I'm going to take away from all that you said. You're giving it two thumbs up, or is that a complete <laughs> misinterpretation? 
obviously it's two thumbs down for Cowboy Bebop. Oh, it's sad. It bums me out. It bums me out. Let's let's. Uh, oh, here's some good news in the entertainment front. You ready for this? Yes. Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy officially dead. Officially <laughs> dead. Something's going on with Kathleen Kennedy again because Patty Jenkins' Rogue story. I don't know Rogue One. I don't know if that's what it was called, or or maybe that was the other film that they did. Rogue Squadron. I think she might have been doing. It doesn't really matter. Patty Jenkins directed the Wonder Woman series. Hit and miss as of right now. But apparently they put her story on pause or whatever right now. I think Kath. So everything that comes out goes back to Kathleen Kennedy being the issue. Well, and it 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 comes to injecting politics in this stuff, and it's 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 just not that hard to understand. Like I knew that the new Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. I knew that was going to be a dog. I knew it was going to be an absolute turd just looking at it because, oh, it's all tongue in cheek and it's 1984. And look at these sexist men and girl power, girl power. That's death. That's hot death. Nobody wants that. Don't because it's like it's like the classic rule of writing. Don't tell me. Show me. Just do it. Just. Oh, no, I've said it before. I'll say it again. No one dislikes strong female characters, right? The, the, like Sigourney Weaver in Alien. That's just a great story. I don't care who the hero is. I really don't care who the hero is. Just have him or her be interesting and make me be sympathetic and have it be a well-thought-out character and have it be like a crazy fight where the, oh, the odds aren't in your favor and then, oh, somehow the hero pulled it out in the end. Just do that. But once you start going, you probably don't respect me because I'm a woman and it's 1984. Well, let me tell you something. Oh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. So what do you think of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman? Good casting or not? Oh, she's fantastic. She's Did fantastic. You, have you ever seen photos of her before they cast her as Wonder Woman? Like, I guess she was in Fast and Furious. She was a lot skinnier prior. Oh, yeah. and I'm, not, I'm not saying she's fat. What I'm saying is they apparently had her um, work out for muscle is probably what they did with her. I think, listen, the camera does add weight that you just can't get around it. I don't know what it is, but it, it happens. But I tell you what, Gal Gadot in, in the first Wonder Woman, her origin story movie, that, good Lord. And she's got that special something that, 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 that in, you can't really define it. It's like when she smiles and the whole thing, she's a, she's a movie star. That girl's a movie star. And yeah, unfortunately, what I- yeah, what I was trying to say is she actually looks better as Wonder Woman since she took on Wonder Woman than she did. I mean, she never looked bad. I'm not saying that, but I'm thinking yeah. I'm saying she actually looked better than she did it. She's quite skinny if you look at her from her fast and early Fast and Furious days. Dude, I've got I've had some run-ins with movie stars in Los Angeles, and it's horrifying how skinny they are. It's horrifying. Like I've seen, I'm not going to name names, but I've seen like, if, if you ever, okay. So you take somebody and, and you look at him in a movie or a TV show and you're like, wow, that person's a skinny mini. And then you see him in real life. You're like, 
somebody call an ambulance. <laughs> somebody call an ambulance. I'm that, here to help you. I'm going to save you. Stop yes. resisting. <laughs> yes. You need an intervention. You need an intervention. And then I've had times, and I'll just say this one. I think I've told this story before on, on the podcast. Uh, many moons ago, I was working on the George Lopez show. We were on the Warner Brothers lot. And at the time, uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were a thing. Uh, and he was doing one of the, uh, oh, the movies, the Ocean's Eleven. I think he was doing Ocean's Twelve or something. <laughs> And me and my buddy were walking down to Starbucks. We were on break and we were walking down to Starbucks to get a cup of coffee. And it's like you could feel the barometer change. You could something different was in the air. All of a sudden, the vibe changed and up came walking Angelina Jolie. And dude, <laughs> movie star, just absolutely just Kablamo, absolute movie star, stunningly beautiful. And you're just like, yep, that is, that's a movie star. That's Angelina Jolie. Just wild. It's just wild to witness that. Uh, it's like she's in a different reality. <laughs> and movie stars like that. They're just, they're just in a different reality. They're just in a different reality. And you can't, you can't blame them, but it's got to be. It's got to be weird just to be like walking around and just and, and just having a gravitational effect on the world. That well, you're now, in. It was crazy. now you get a little bit of idea of what my life is like. Uh, you so know what, now. Paul? I, that's it was my way of, of giving you a little shout out that I, I'm, I, I try to understand this effect that you have on people. <laughs> so. All right. I, I we, we I kind of we we kind of tease this at the end of the A block, uh, and so I'll, I just want to address it a little bit. I want, okay, so so Disney Plus Day happened recently, and it was a uh, a disaster. It was an absolute <laughs> disaster. the 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 shows they announced, they announced uh, She Hulk, they announced uh, Ms. Marvel, they announced uh, Moon Knight which I wrote a thing about Moon Knight. That that could be edgy, dark, scary. It looks like it could be that thing, which Disney Plus desperately needs. It desperately needs some kind of adult fare. You, you need it. If, if you're going to survive as a streaming service, as Disney, you can't just Disneyfy everything like they're doing, like how they're aggressively ruining Marvel, how they're aggressively ruining Star Wars. At some point, you have to do something dark, something edgy, something adult, just to just to get a toehold in that space. Hopefully, that'll be Moon Knight because I was repulsed by <laughs> not repulsed. That's a strong like what word. The, <laughs> what they what they've done to Hawkeye. And how it looks like if you've seen the trailer for Hawkeye, I wrote a thing about Hawkeye uh, at the website. It's just it looks like a sitcom. It looks like a sitcom. This guy, we're supposed to believe uh, that Hawkeye from the Avengers, he was so distraught when when Thanos did the snap and Hawkeye lost his wife and he lost his family. He went a little crazy. He went over the edge and he just he went on a killing spree and just started killing the bad guys. 
He was 100% vigilante mode. Okay, so now the Avengers go back in time. They did their little Back to the Future movie, and now they fixed it, and Hawkeye got his family back. However, he's not he's no longer crazy. Like the I, I guess him going on a global murder spree has not changed him at all. Now he's like, hey, it's getting close to Christmas, you guys. We need to go into the big city and do some shopping. Hey, who's that little rapscallion girl over there shooting the bow and arrow? She reminds me of me. Maybe That's she'll teach me what the real meaning of family is. Yep. <laughs> That's a tell right there. That's going to be another strong female woman right there. Oh, oh, it's so blatant. And it's so, oh, tonally, it's just horrible. And then you've got, you've got Miss Marvel. Because, because Lord knows Captain Marvel was such a hit. And the fans loved it so much. Now you need uh, Ms. Marvel who is based off of a very unpopular comic book <laughs> of the same name. It's like you already know people don't like this. And it's about some girl. It's about some uh, some uh, girl in, in like Brooklyn or the Bronx or something. And, her mo- and she's Muslim. And now she's got the powers of Captain Marvel. And now she's got to make her way through the world as a young girl coming of age as a muslim with the with the the powers of captain marvel wow wow why here's what i'm saying here's what i was saying just invent your own thing stop making they're like they're not going to make batman gay they're not going to make superman gay but they're going to go oh superman's son is bi oh uh robin is bi why not just make gay man just make gay man do it do it make your own superhero have somebody just stop taking stop ruining the stories that are already wonderful stop ruining star wars oh you know what we need a gay lead in star wars no you don't no you really don't oh we need a trans person in the avengers no you don't no you really don't (laughs) write your own stuff they're not going to stop. The whole purpose, once the MCU became successful, that the writing was on the wall. Like, we're going to now use it to change the world. And we're going to do that by forcing our agenda into this because we know audiences will watch no matter what we put and we'll change opinions that way. That's the whole purpose of the MCU at this point. It really is. And it's, and it's, it's, um, it's wild how everything ends up there. And it's driving me crazy. It's driving me crazy. When you, there's a great audio clip of uh, George Lucas smacking down Lawrence Kasdan as they were writing uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Or no, 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 uh, Return of the Jedi. And like Lawrence Kasdan desperately, he wanted to kill uh, Luke Skywalker and have Princess Leia take over as the true hope, the last Jedi. Uh, and George Lucas is like, no, no, we're not, we're not doing that, buddy. Stop. I know you pitched that idea back on Empire Strikes Back. I didn't want to do it then. I don't want to do it now. And then Lawrence Kasdan is like, well, what about, what about Han Solo? We could, we could, <laughs> it feels like Han Solo should, should die. Someone needs to die to show the viewers and tell the viewers that war has real consequences 
and George Lucas has had enough. And it's fantastic. And he goes, why do you keep pitching that? Like, stop it. This is not <laughs> like that. This is a fairy tale. This is a modern day fairy tale. The good guys always win. None of the good guys die. That's just how it is. So stop pitching the idea of killing Luke Skywalker or killing Han Solo. Like, and Lawrence Kasdan quickly backtracks that little weaselly prick. He's like, I, I, I wasn't pitching that. I was just saying, I was just saying. And I've heard that voice in a million writers room. And I've heard that like kind of cover your ass bullshit. And I tell you what, the first thing Lawrence Kasdan did when he got back into Star Wars was kill Han Solo. You dumb son of a bitch. You dumb prick bastard. Yeah, Everything. It they seemed like, their... yeah, I didn't see, I didn't see the movie, but it seemed like they did it in kind of a dumb way. Like why, like he gets, he gets the lightsaber to the gut or whatever. And it's just, if you're going to kill Han Solo, why wouldn't you have him and Chewie and the Millennium Falcon going in, you know, taking out some enemy and the whole ship gets vaporized and then they're just turned into stardust or something like that. But the way they did it just seemed pretty bad too. Well, uh, listen, they wanted to show Kylo Ren's, you know, when the dark side wins. The dark side has finally, Kylo Ren was on the fence. Is he really evil? Is he good? Is he dark? Is he light? And then supposedly the act of killing his own father, uh, you know, is the thing that finally makes him. But I tell you what, what it does for me as a viewer, I hate him. I hate him. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely despise him. And they're like, ooh, Kylo Ren. He likes that girl in the next movie. And I'm like, well, he's a prick. And I want him to I want him to die. And they keep they keep wanting me to be sympathetic towards this character where like I I, I hate you. I hate you. Emo <laughs> Kylo Ren. You ever seen a Twitter account emo Kylo Ren? <laughs> no, I have not. It's, he seems like an emo type of character. Yeah. But they're not done. They're still going. I'll, I'll say this about I, I wrote a thing about this at the website. The website's so awesome. Uh, it was about Boba Fett. Boba Fett. So so Mandalorian was pretty successful. Mandalorian wasn't 100 percent great. Listen, I'm not going to give the Mandalorian an A plus plus plus. Mandalorian gets a strong B. You're like, OK. This isn't horrible. This is pretty good. They should keep going down this path. This is the way they should go. And then they tease, oh, we got the Book of Boba Fett coming. We got the same actor back from the movies and all this other stuff. And you're like, okay, that's cool. The Book of Boba Fett. And they run the – they so they run the, the trailer for this thing. And I'm just like, what have they done? Yeah. It starts the, off – Paul, it starts that, off with Boba Fett going, I'm not a bounty hunter. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who are you then? Who are you? Because I'm pretty sure you were a bounty hunter in uh, Empire Strikes Back. You were a bounty hunter in Return of the Jedi. And your dad was a bounty hunter. And you're a freaking bounty hunter. Now what are you doing? I'm not a bounty hunter. And then he's taking over Jabba the Hutt's uh, organized crime gang. And he's saying stuff. I'm He's like... I'm going to rule with fairness. What? 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 I'm, we can make more money through the spirit of cooperation. It's like, what? Boba Fett is a freaking communist? <laughs> yeah. They, you, have to, you have to think, well, 
is he just saying that to try to get something that he wants? But, you know, the trailer is not doing a good job of showing that. Yet, ever since Lucas brought him Django Fett and Boba Fett back in episode one, the character has become progressively less and less interesting. The backstory they gave him, well, he's just a clone of some British-sounding New Zealand guy. That really <laughs> But if you heard the original Boba Fett voice in Empire Strikes Back, much better voice than whoever the actor is that plays him now. And now yeah. in the trailer, in the trailer they show for him, they keep showing him with his helmet off. That's not Boba Fett. And I know the whole thing, but you got to have his helmet off because you got to see his eyes. That's where all the expression and whatever. If if that's your idea, then why even make a why even make a series out of him? We'll see. I mean, I'm sure it will be successful for him. But to me, the whole character of Boba Fett's completely uninteresting at this point. Well, here's the deal, and this goes back to uh, Tolkien's philosophy, J.R.R. Tolkien. And uh, are you still there? I am. Okay. What I loved about Lord of the Rings is I love not a ton of it, but you have to sprinkle it in there. When, When your world has a history, when your characters have a history, it feels more real. And there's a lot to be said about the undiscovered like when 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 the hobbits are on their way uh you know on their mission with aragorn and and they camp out at weathertop in fellowship of the ring that's where they they get attacked by the ring wraiths there and aragorn saves them and to them it's just like the ruins of a place and aragorn's like oh no this used to be this used to be a thing this was this was a a spot back in the day you know for and you're like wait 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 i want to know more what what what?" and they run out of time he can't tell you the whole story there is a whole story if you go back to the silmarillion you're like wow okay that that did used to be a place but to have those unanswered questions and that sense of history it makes it, it makes everything so much more interesting like clint eastwood those movies the man with no name you don't know you don't know what happened why is he like this? I don't know. Something really horrible must have happened in his past, but don't you don't want to cross swords with Clint Eastwood. That's what Boba Fett needs. That's what listen, he's got malice. He's 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 capable of great violence. We don't know why, but they're going to tell us all. It, it's just like Cowboy Bebop. They, they'll tell us. They'll tell us all. It's like Han Solo. How did Han Solo get his name? <laughs> and they feel compelled <laughs> We're going to answer every single question. We're going to answer every single question. Don't. We can handle some mystery. We can handle some some things. Uh, you know, we can we can discover them over time. You don't have to. You don't have to tell us all at once. You don't have to tell us all at once. Okay. We are going to take another little break. We're going to come back. I think we got some more uh, political stuff. Some more pop. Paul, I'm digging this, buddy. I'm digging it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I don't, right. want get, I, I don't want to get. I don't want to get in your break. I want to make sure I'm not talking when when you're breaking. Okay, good time. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back with some motion. Mm. 
Ready to stand out, Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition merit-based scholarships and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com slash podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army. Not to be a backseat driver, but can you say for sure you got the best monthly payment possible on your auto loan? Could it be that you might have gotten a better deal by shopping the loan at a few places and have a lower car payment? Next time, before you go car shopping, visit Communication Federal Credit Union first. Our auto loan experts will find you a perfect loan and get you the lowest monthly payment we can. Communication Federal, your auto loan experts. Restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. We're back. Holy smoke. You got, I, I'm, I'm pressing buttons. I'm clicking things. I'm, it's wild, Paul. It's wild. Okay. So we've been down the Star Wars uh, rabbit hole, the Cowboy Bebop. We, I, I think I snuck in some Tolkien references. I don't know. I could literally talk about this stuff all day. We're going to, we're going to dosey dope a little bit back to um, some political stuff. Maybe some more entertainment stuff, and then we're gonna we got the great uh, we got the, the the Patreon segment right around the corner too. So I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you uh, choose. I'm gonna let you pick. Where do you want to go, Bud? Well, we have to talk about Kamala Harris just out of sympathy. We need to get her name in the news because I'm sure she's feeling left out at this point. And you did a video <laughs> called "Nobody Likes Kamala Harris," and the reason why it was titled "Nobody Likes Kamala Harris" is because nobody likes Kamala Harris, and yet. She has a good chance of becoming president of the United States at some point. There was something in the news about how uh, back people were talking about how what's the process of electing a new VP. And everybody thought that means that that Joe's thinking of getting rid of Kamala. But the other possibility is Joe's getting ready to resign and she's going to need to choose a new VP. But anyway, let's just stick to the video at this point. Why do you make the nobody likes Kamala Harris video at this point? Well, because first of all, I thought I thought it would be hilariously funny. I like doing the comedy songs. I really do. It's like a little addiction for me now. The more I, the more I learn about playing the guitar. And anyway, I thought it was funny, and it's it, it speaks to a much bigger point. Uh, but I will say this update: I did another video about Kamal Harris because she was president yesterday. That's right. She was president. Well, we'll say, we'll say it was on. Uh, was she was president on Friday? She was president for an hour. As uh, as uh, uh, Joe Biden had uh, a little, he had a colonoscopy done, and he had to be he had to be put under. You know, they when they when they shove that camera up your uh, pooter, they they put you under. So she was the she was the president. I thought that was pretty funny. Here here's the huge danger in it, and this is the real terrifying. And it is, and I I'm not using terrifying lightly i i I mean this fills me with terror with fear the left they they picked kamala harris they went with her they knew that she was incredibly unpopular they saw her just get dismantled 
by Tulsi Gabbard in the in in the debates when Tulsi like brought up her record as a prosecutor and people on death row and withholding evidence and locking people up for smoking weed when she was bragging about smoking weed and she's done some very very unsavory unsavory things and people do not like her they don't she was so i think she was getting like 3% right before she dropped out of the presidential run because people didn't like her and the democrats knowing this and they're like, all right, so we're going to run Joe Biden. We really want to have a woman of color. So they just put Kamala in there. They just put her in there. Knowing that, like, OK, nobody likes her. She's not qualified. She's not good at this. But we can steamroll. We can steamroll this thing through. We'll just say, oh, it's historic and it's time for a woman and blah, 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 and girl power and people of color and all of this just going for style over substance and they're willing to risk everything listen joe biden he could have a seriously the guy's about to turn i think he's 79 he could he could be like lights out tomorrow oh he's been lights out he's the president say what he's been lights out throughout his entire presidency and his campaign before that oh he's horrible he hasn't been he hasn't been aware of what's going on the entire time. He's horrible. So I, I really think that the left, they're, they're not stupid. They're really not. And Nancy Pelosi is is doing it again, dude. It's like Obamacare all over again. The Democrat Party, in my opinion, they are going uh, full kamikaze, meaning they they don't care about the the political career of anyone involved. They are trying to win the war. So, well, we're going to put Kamala Harris up there. It doesn't really matter if anything happens to Joe because we just have to get this legislation passed, and we can change everything we can change everything they know that like if if you take away mail-in ballots and all that stuff let's say that there is election integrity and yada 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 they know for a fact historically they're gonna get shellacked in november they're gonna get shellacked everybody goes "Ooh, virginia Ooh, virginia that should that's like "Ooh, look they're in trouble because like it always happens like that in virginia it always does when there's a Republican in, in, in the White House, Virginia goes Democrat. When there's a Democrat in the White House, Virginia goes Republican. It just goes it goes back and forth like that, you guys. Don't be impressed by Virginia. Virginia doesn't mean shit. The Democrats know they're going to get shellacked. So it's tick-tock on the clock. And Stacey and I, the Gimlet and I, we've had this conversation. We had it right after Joe, they announced uh, Joe Biden was the most popular president in the history of mankind of 81 million votes. It's TikTok on the clock. They know that they need to pass this legislation. They need to make these big changes. They need to get these policies in there because you can never get rid of them. And if you look at the Republicans and they, oh, remember when they ran on, we're going to repeal Obamacare. We're going <laughs> to repeal it. Just thinking about that this week. Yep. 
and then they get in power and they don't. Okay, so I figured that out. You figured that out. I love you, Paul, but I don't think we're the smartest people on the planet. You have to know Kevin McCarthy's figured that out. Mitch McConnell's figured that out. And meanwhile, those absolute douchebags and the Lindsey Grahams of the world, another absolute douchebag. I won't say absolute. I'll go 90% douchebag. <laughs> and, and these other Republicans that signed on for this infrastructure bill. Okay, so that's it's it just boggles my mind that they did it. And now here you go. Just as as we record this, it was yesterday that Nancy Pelosi and the gang, they got build back better, passed through the House, even though the the the, the CBO scored. It's like, oh, it's going to add close to four hundred billion dollars to the debt. Boy, they're talking about free preschool, free college, all these other programs, blah, 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 blah. And everybody's like, well, it won't get past the Senate. Dude, I can almost guarantee it will. Yep. Yeah. That's that's my feeling, too. I mean, unless I'm not saying it could, it's absolute, but you have to look at it that way. They win more often than they lose. Yes. And yep, careers will be over. And yep, there's going to be a bunch of Democrats. And I'm sure this is what Nancy Pelosi is saying. You know, behind the scenes, it's like you're going to get you're going to get voted out anyway. The chances are, if you look at it historically, the la 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 la, this guy's going to. So you might as well do some good on your way down. And then if you're not reelected, we'll find you a cushy job over at Google. Or maybe you'd like to work for the uh, the Facebook or maybe you'd like to work for uh, Boeing or maybe you'd like. To, so so they'll, they'll get all these people cushy jobs. All these Democrats are going to air quote fall on their swords. And this could this it's it's the doomsday scenario. Yep. Never right. underestimate Nancy Pelosi. I love to make fun of her. I love doing the voice. She'll find the votes. Well, right. I, if you have if we have time, I'd like to add on to that, because that that mirrors my thoughts on dem on what's happening in the country. So if we have time, I'll expand on that. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. They, what? Everything you said, and so I'm not one up in you. I'm just expanding on it. But what sure. you said about what you said about Virginia and Yunkin winning, and how Republicans are all glad about that, is right on. And the same thing is what we're seeing this week. Right now, everybody's on the right's cheering. Yay! Rittenhouse was found not guilty. Okay, I get it. But they're cheering. They think a big victory is that after a Democrat mob tries to murder you and you defend yourself, if you don't get thrown in prison for the rest of your life, that's a huge win. Meanwhile, right. meanwhile, the Democrats are permanently changing the nation into a permanently communist country. And that's the way that's the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Republicans look at a victory as, yay, we got away with with not letting the Democrats murder us. And the Democrats are like, how can we crush this country even further? And you just yes. can't win. You can there will never be any victory from a Republican point of view. Another way of looking at it is everybody thinks the Democrats craziness hurts them. But for the reasons you said, it doesn't not only. And on top of that is, oh, but they keep driving out more and more of their their Democrats to the right. But what they're really doing is just shifting the Overton window when they do that, because when they drive their their less crazy crazies out to the Republicans, those crazies don't become hardcore. What we think of as conservative, they instead take the conservative movement and move it farther to the left. So the conservative movement and Republicans are always just 10 year late to the party Democrats. 
and the uh -huh. Democrats just keep getting going farther, farther to the left. Another way of looking at it is, if the Democratic Party would disappear tomorrow, and it would only be the Republicans who are just acting like the Democrats of five years ago acted, who really would win? Democrats and, or Republicans, conservatives would say, we win, but you didn't. You've just become the Democrat Party by another name. And so that's just adding on to everything you said. I, 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 I dig it, man. I really do. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Here's and, and, and this is here's where I'm conflicted. Like, here's what I want. I want to like huge. I want sweeping victories for conservatives, you know, in in uh, in November. And then I want to win the White House back. What I want is to go super aggressive. Like I want to say we're going to we're going to cut the Department of Energy. You're done. You're done. What, what you guys do, uh, for the most part, we, I, oh, you need to make sure we need we need we still need somebody to make sure we have, uh, you know, reserves of, of gas and fuel in case of a doomsday scenario. But uh, you guys are all done. You're all done. And then uh, Department of Education, you're all done. You're all done. Pack up your things and leave. I, I want massive cuts to spending insane cuts to spending and i want to i want to go deep into the department of justice and the fbi and and reimagine both of those things that's what the republicans need to do and a drastic reduction of spending drastic reduction you can't advertise you're going to do that though if you advertise you're going to do it then the Democrats use that as like, you have to send us back because we have to defend these social programs. So you just, you just kind of have to do what it has to be like your 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 secret mission. It, but just as uh, <clears throat> just as uh, the um, just as the Democrats want to fundamentally change America. So so do we. And we need to do that. And there has to be a plan. Somebody has to have it was it was what made Trump popular. He's like, OK, we're going to build a wall. We're going to stop this. It was just like it was just easy, which we should still do, by the way. But that, like I, it really it seems like. The the Republican Party and the leadership in the party now and the whole conservative movement is all about we're, we're going to go over the cliff, but let's just go over the cliff as slowly as we can. And hopefully we'll find a route we can hang on to on the way down. That seems to be the plan. And it's I'm like, like, it's like the episode of the Simpsons where Homer repeatedly falls down that cliff on his head. And on, <laughs> you know, he just keeps getting beat up more and more on the way down. That's the Republican <laughs> Party right there. It is. It is. And when, when here's what I want. I want the Republican Party that stands up and says no, and we are going to move the country back. We're going to move. We're going to we're going to make America great again by reducing spending, cutting the size of government, more power to the states. And listen, you have to you have to aggressively ask. You have to say you have to say. Because this is what the Democrats do. Democrats go, oh, we want to spend $7 trillion. We want to spend $7 trillion. And you're like, that's crazy. Okay, well, how about give us $3 trillion? 
okay. And the Republicans chalked that up as a victory. We stopped spending $4 trillion. (laughs) We got to do the same thing to them. I want to cut government. I want to cut government by 70%. I want to cut the federal budget. I want to cut the size of the federal government by 70%. And they'll go, that's outrageous. And you go, okay, how about we cut it by 30%? Okay, that seems, all right, there you go. Yep. There you go. Yep, I agree. I agree. It's not. In one of our previous iterations of the website, I wrote a short story called The End of the New York Times. The president who gets into office runs as a hardcore Democrat so he can get in. And then he just he acts the opposite, even even as he continues to claim to be a hardcore Democrat, which leads me into a post that I eventually want to write is I'm why I'm coming out as a progressive. I'm going to come out as a progressive and just advocate everything non-progressive. So eventually what I want to happen is CNN to have Steve Schmidt and the Lincoln Project on as hardcore conservatives arguing for Democrat policies while they bring me on as a progressive guest and I argue for hardcore conservative policies. And that would be hilarious. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I just Steve Schmidt. Every time I hear that name, Steve Schmidt, <laughs> there was a there was a character on uh well what was the name of that there was a disney there was a disney cartoon uh a million years ago and on the cartoon there was a guy that uh was the bus driver for the kids and that was just like uh that's my steve schmidt impersonation steve <laughs> schmidt i'm from the lincoln project you might also remember me from the disney cartoon what those absolute tools in the lincoln project those absolute just they're winning though. They're pulling in millions, tens of millions of dollars. Yes. Yes. Yes, they are. Okay. You know who else is winning, Paul? We are. We are. Our listeners are. And uh, I just want to say this before uh, before we uh, stick to dismount and head over to Patreon. Uh, that show tonight.com. We got that big, we got a big live event. We're doing the stress test of our streaming service and the website and all that stuff. That's going to be December 4th. December 4th, and I think that sucker's going to kick off at like 9 or 9.30 Eastern. I'm going to give the people on the West Coast a little chance, so make sure you're going to that show tonight.com. As always, you want to make sure you're going to the loftusparty.com every day and telling your friends. I will tell you, guess what? Guess who has over 55,000 people on their Facebook page, buddy? I'm going to guess you. We, we do we, the Loftus Party Facebook page. All right, you guys are fantastic. Paul and I are going to move the chit-chat over to the Patreon, which is where all y'all need to be. Anyway, we love you, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.